Alright you guys, welcome to another episode of the Coon Family Podcast. Um, my name, of course, is Nick. Um, today we're just really going to talk about, you know, family and your pet peeves with family. Like, I don't know how everybody in everybody's family is like, you know, different. Everybody always says, oh, my family's horrible, all oh, my family's this. But is it really? Like, is your family really as bad as you think it is? Or could possibly somebody have a family that's worse than yours? We all have our different stories and stuff. Like, for instance, mine is, um, when I was little, my mom, she really honestly didn't want me, so she gave me to my grandparents. Um, I was raised by my grandparents for my whole entire life. And back in the 90s, man, it wasn't really unusual for kids to be, I guess, brought up by their grandparents because, I mean, back then, our parents were kids, too. I mean, let's just admit that our parents had us young. So, yes, yeah, some of our parents messed up in life. And I do believe that, you know, some parents feel bad about that. Like, some parents genuinely want what's best for you, and then while they're young and they're trying to grow up, too, it just turns into something that's not supposed to be. It's like a big-ass batch of sour stew or some shit you know um but I mean I mean not all families are bad not all family members are bad but then you just got some family members that just take it above the motherfucking extreme um it's just I'm telling you man like I like here recently in my family like you know my family has a lot of problems uh since my grandparents passed away Everybody has their issues about it and, you know, what they want to say, what they want to do, uh, different things about houses, property, real estate, stuff like that. And it's like when you actually sit back and think about it, you're just like, hey, man, um, all of these people in your family are literally just waiting for you to go so they can get the stuff that they want from you. I mean, generally, if you really think about it, because when you die... Most of your stuff goes either A, to your kids, or B, to your family. So, in reality, the people that are living with you are just waiting on you to go so they can get the stuff that you have with you. Because all of us know you can't take anything with you when you die. Like, everything stays here. So even if you have, like, thousands of dollars in your savings account, like, it's still gonna be here kind of thing, you know? And then, like, meanwhile, like, when my family, my family could give two shits about me, man. I'm, like, the black sheep of the family. They just kind of, you know, eh, they deal with me the way they want to. Like, you know, when they need something, I am the number one, the number one person they call. Because they know that I'm going to do it. Even if I don't have it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it happen. Like, no matter what. But that's just because I've been instilled through the old generation that family is supposed to be everything. But, I mean, like, obviously you can see in this new generation where family is not number one priority. Like, everybody is out for themselves and stuff. And, like, to a point, I get it. You know, take care of yourself. You know, self-care is always important. It's always important. But in another sense, we're supposed to be family-organized. You know what I mean? Like, family-oriented. We're supposed to be for family. I mean, if you're not for family and you're just for yourself, eventually you're going to get lonely. 
eventually you're going to get tired of just being for yourself. Like you're, you're going to get tired of it. It's you and nature. Nobody in this world can handle being alone, being on their own. Everybody needs somebody. And most times when you have to fall back, you fall back on the people that are family. When you can fall back on your family. I'm not saying that, you know, you can always fall on your family because sometimes you can't. And I know, I'm witness of that. You cannot fall back on your family. I mean, there's some times in life where you're going to go through periods where you just have these ruts and you just have these downs. And then, like, when you turn around and you expect your family to be there, sometimes they're not going to be there. And from experience, I can tell you, excuse me, from experience, I can tell you that not having nobody to fall back on is some, that's some hurtful stuff, man. It puts you in very dark places that you really don't want to be. You're having thoughts that you don't want to think because you feel as if you're on your own. And most black sheep of the family, like, you know, we all feel that way. And I just wanted to get on the pod today and, you know, talk to everybody and let everybody know a little bit about me, a little bit about how my situation is, um, especially in my hometown. Like, everybody in my hometown, they know me and they think that, oh, man, you're, you're doing so good. You keep your head up. You keep a smile on your face. And I'm like, yeah, you see the smile, but that's, that's just the valve I pulled over so you, you don't see my insanely upside down frown because I'm literally dying inside because I can't handle this like I have <coughs> excuse me I have like I have depression anxiety um multiple personalities you know I've got a lot of other things that I deal with on a daily basis in my mind and just to know that I'm on my own in my family life it's kind of a downer, man. That does kind of put you in a place where you're like, damn, like I grew up with these people. These people know me, know me. These people know everything about me, my problems, my medical, you know, examinations, all of that. They, they, they know all of that. But sometimes, sometimes the more the people know, the, the more they can hurt you. The less people know, the less they can hurt you. Or, I mean, that's just my way of saying it. I'm not saying that I'm right. I'm not saying that I'm right about anything. All of this is just life experiences I'm talking about right now. I'm not saying that everybody's family is like this. I'm not saying that everybody's family don't have their problems. Like every family in America or in the world, we all know all families have their problems. Like you have, you have the fam- like you have the family gay, you got the family alcoholic, the family druggy. The family cousin that don't go to work and don't do anything sits on their ass and gets checks and shit keeps having kids we all have these people in our families that we we just throw out because we, we treat them as black sheep because either they have problems or they're on drugs or they don't have enough time or they're not the ones in the family with the most money um you know there's a lot of stuff that people just turn their back on people that they've been raised with their whole life in their blood because either a they don't like them b they don't have what they need in life meaning the person that don't like you person that don't like you you don't have what they need in life like you don't you don't have anything that they want which is why they don't like you like 
most people are like, oh, well, this is my friend or this is my cousin or this is my sister or my brother. This person is, you know, either a pretty good, you know, in their, they're pretty good in their pocket, you know what I mean? Pretty good in their pocket. And then you got some people that are just like really smart, you know, you got the reverends and all of this other stuff. And then, then you go to that one person in the family, you're like, this, this is so-and-so. Like, oh man, what do they do? Oh, uh, they, they blah, 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 or they're strung out, or it, it's always something that you say about that black sheep in the family that just, you know, like you always have something down to say about them. And then people will be like, why are you down all the time? Um, you put them down all the time, they're gonna be down all the time. Most of this rambling today, um, if you got anything to say, you can always call in, you can always leave comments, you can tell me how you feel, tell me how your family treats you, tell me if you're a black sheep in your family. Um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, I'd like to talk to like a lot of my family about. We don't have enough time to sit down together and talk because we all make time for what we want to make time for. And as a human, <laughs> as an adult, as a uh, independent person that just knows, I'm gonna put it to you this way. If anyone wants to make time for you in their life, in their day, in, in their, I mean, in their world period, they're going to make time for you. Like that family member that never calls you unless they need something kind of shit, you know what I mean? Like, they make time to call you when they need you. They don't make time to call you when you're in the hospital or, or you haven't had anything to eat in a couple of days or you don't have anywhere to stay. When you need something, they, they, they don't call. They don't call, they don't check up, none of that. But as soon as they need something, you're the number one person they call. Hence, that's people like me. Um, I mean, even me, like I was homeless for a period of time uh, last year, 2021. 2021, I was homeless for six months. Um, actually, the story with that is I actually had a house. I bought a house from my grandma when she passed away. Um, we didn't have it notarized uh, through probate, though when I bought the house. So my uncle ended up getting the house, which is my grandma's youngest, youngest son. He ended up getting the house and he ended up saying that, you know what, I'm a little bit better than you and you can't live here anymore. So I ended up getting kicked out of a house that I purchased, which still cannot figure out how that is legal, but for some reason, South Carolina has weird laws. So we're just gonna roll with that. But I mean, Having something like that just taken from you and you not having nowhere to go for a while and realizing that, you know, family, family isn't blood. Family's pretty much never really been blood. I mean, you can grow up with your siblings all you want to and you're still gonna be closer to your best friend than you are your sister or your brother. I mean, there's no way around that. I mean, you're gonna fight to the death for your sister or your brother because it's family, you you feel like you have to, it's your brother, it's your sister, it's your siblings, it's your uncle. But your family probably wouldn't take a bullet for you as fast as your best friend kind of thing. It's just, I don't know what it is, man. Um, I mean, I've got friends that I've stayed with on and off that, you know, they let me stay with while I was homeless. Those was the only people that actually cared about me. And that's what opened up my eyes this year to realize that I don't have to do everything to my limit 
or people who put a limit on doing things for me. And it took me a minute to realize that, like, you know, being down, you know, being depressed, uh, suicidal, I mean, all of, all of the things that you could think of in dark places, dark, dark places, I, I was, I had been, I am still crawling out of. Um, it's, it's crazy when you sit back and think of how most people, like most people around my hometown, they're like, they're like, hey, because that's what they call me, they're like, hey, you're always so happy, like, you're just happy, dude, like, you smile all the time, you're always, yeah, let's go for it, let's do it, let's get it done, or I got you, I'm like, yeah, and I never tell them, I never bet I, and I never tell them, I'm like, yeah, but I need somebody, like, I need somebody, like, I'm strong as fuck, and I'm kind of tired now, like, I, I need somebody who can, who can help me hold this on my shoulders, kind of thing, and to be honest, man, I used to think that, you know, man, I'm never going to be something. I'm never going to get anywhere. I'm never going to do this. And I had this attitude to where it was, man, I'm, I'm done, you know? And I think it was just in the period of that six months that I really didn't have anything. Like the dark part of my life of last year is like, just sitting around thinking and, and thinking and being like, look, man, there's got to be something I can talk about. There's got to be somebody I can talk to or something like that. And everybody's like, oh, man, let's go to therapy. It's like, yeah, okay. Like, I barely have money to have a house, food, gas, or any of that, but I'm going to be able to pay somebody like $200, $300 an hour to listen to me bitch about my, my life that I really have no power of control. Like... I just didn't see that happening, and I was not going to allow that to happen because, I mean, even though, yes, we do need therapists, no, they do not have to be that high. Your time is not worth $100 of a family's income for you to sit there and write on a piece of paper and just listen to their thoughts. I do not believe in that. Like, I believe they get paid way too much to sit on their ass and do nothing. And you got tradesmen out here that crawl under houses all day and get paid 725 by their boss man because their boss man is so cheap that he wants to make more of the premium coverage that he's going to make for the contract of that house than pay his employees kind of thing and those are usually the people the people who work the less income jobs who end up having to go to therapy that end up having to make a decision which these therapists seem to not understand it's like when you get money you don't understand that some people actually have to stand at the gas pump and make life decisions. Like, it's like, dang, do I really need to make it to work all this week? Or do the kids need pampers? Do we need stuff for the house? Is my wife or is my husband need anything? Do we need meds? It's, it's, a, it's crazy. People don't really think like that, man. Like, not everybody in the world just has a couple thousand dollars to just throw away every, every month for you just to be like, oh, I went to school for this. But then at the same time, you know, the government, man, we're, we're not going to get on the government subject right now. I'm trying not to get banned off Spotify, but uh, I'm not I'm not too keen on them either, man. They, they really don't help out the people that really need the help or try. I mean, there's a difference between people who get up every morning and go to work and try to succeed in life. And then you have those who just sit at home or stand on the street corner and just are given given everything in life 
and I guess that's, you know, kind of where I see the dividing line between what they try to do with people. You've got people that think that they're better because they got a pocket full of money. Then you got people that think that they're nothing because they have nothing. But in general, like in general, the people who have nothing are the people who are the best people. Because I tell you, you can't grow up with a silver spoon in your mouth and go through life situations. There's no way. You can't tell me that a person growing up in Beverly Hills with, like, you know, fucking seven-room mansion, three bathrooms, four maids, can't tell me that they have the same outlook on life as the former that lives down the street that's never had power, fucking still getting water out of a well and going and waking up the chickens every fucking morning and then milking the cows. They don't have the same life. They're not going to have the same outlook on life. And I guess that's what it is. Like when it comes back to it, family is how you start off, but it's not how you finish. And that's what this whole segment is going to be about probably is how family is supposed to help you out, but family will be the first people to actually cast you out. I mean, you can't sit here and put your whole hopes and thing in, into somebody who is supposed to love you unconditionally because the only person that ever is ever going to love you unconditionally is Jesus himself. And that is it. Like, nobody else is ever going to love you unconditionally. They'll be like, I love you unconditionally. There's always a condition. There's always a condition. There's either a condition or something better because everybody is always looking for the next best thing. Nobody ever goes out here anymore and buys, the, you know, like a 1970 Plymouth or something, and it's like, I'm going to put time in to fix it up. They'll do it anymore. The generation, this generation now is like, oh, man, it's broke. Buy another one. Throw it away. There's no fixing anything. There's no work ethic. There's no... I mean, man, we could go on and on about the shit that's not in this generation nowadays that we saw in the previous generations coming back from the 70s to the 80s through the 90s. I mean, we're not going to get started on the 80s kids that are out here acting like 90s kids. We're not going to get started on that, you know. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, man, like, <coughs> it's just crazy how, you know, people think nowadays and how family looks nowadays and how all of our morals have got twisted and flipped upside down and to the point where now we have the highest suicide rate in America in years because nobody has anybody to talk to nobody has anybody to turn to and everybody is just in it for themselves like could you imagine if we all came together and actually did together what we were supposed to as a family as in what God created us to be. I mean, like, it's no... I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it's no disputing that the Bible itself says, love thy neighbor. You know? Like, you're supposed to love your neighbor. You're over here, like, judging your neighbor, doing all this stuff. And the neighbor doesn't literally mean, like, your neighbor next door. The neighbor means your family, too. Like, you're supposed to treat your family how Jesus would treat you, how you would want to be treated. You don't sit there and say well oh well Bobby J came in today and he smelled like marijuana told you he wasn't never going to add up to nothing look at him look at him not doing shit little pothead motherfucker you know 
I mean, the whole time, Bobby Ray works like a 40-hour, 50-hour job, goes to work every day while you sit on the couch and play video games and do all this other stuff and, and don't work for anything, but you have the right to talk about somebody else kind of thing, you know? That's the kind of generation that we live in as we speak right now. But I guess we're going to end the podcast today by just saying, man, love your neighbor. Quit being mean to everybody. Race is not a thing, and take time for the things that you enjoy, for the people that you love, for the things that you love to do. Stop the nonsense of casting out people, making people the black sheep, making people feel like they're unwanted. You never know. that Somebody could go home after they've talked to you, and you have just been extremely rude or hurtful to that person. That person could just off themselves because that could have been the last straw of that person's day, life, mental. Like you don't, you don't know, you don't understand. The whole point of this podcast is to let people know that not everybody that you see with a smile is smiling. Whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether it's a stranger on the street, just because you see that smile, it doesn't mean that they mean it. They're putting that smile on for you so you don't know the pain that they go through. So let's just think about that next time everybody wants to be like, oh, either you're the black sheep or you want to be mean to somebody or you just want to be a dick because you want to be a dick. <laughs> but um, any questions or any comments, just know you know you can go to the comment section right here. We also have a uh, Facebook page at the Coon family, the Nick Coon family. Facebook page. We got that started up this morning. Um, we also are going to have a Twitter in a couple of days, I think. I got somebody working on that. Uh, we're going to start on some merch and stuff. So if you have anything, if you like the podcast, uh, come, back, come back in, join us. We do this at least two to three times a day. Um, we're going to try to get a couple of guests on here sometime this week. Um, so yeah, just treat each other nice, man. Like, Quit being dicks. All right, let's bring America back to the ways that it used to be. Let's be able to go outside and hang out with our neighbors and not have to worry about some crap going on. Let's put down the phones and actually have conversations with the people that lives in our homes. Let's be, let's be fucking people again, man. Not these uh, media mainstream-made zombie sheep-following herding things that we are and with that I will say good afternoon and I'm hoping that you're doing good it's three o'clock right now on the east coast um so just just be good uh be nice to people and uh we're gonna try to see if we can't fit some music in some of these podcasts uh we're gonna take a little commercial break uh we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about some you know fairly known artists i'm not going to say their names at this moment but we're going to talk about some fairly known artists we're going to talk about some other cool stuff we're going to get a little bit out of the dark stuff and uh we're just going to mix it up so be nice to each other love your brother and sisters and uh always remember jace loves you coon out